One, two, yeah. I'm on, yeah? Yeah, I think I'm on. Good evening, everyone. That introduction almost made me cry. I don't. I'm not the cry, cry kind. I only cry when I have to cry or when it's necessary to cry. Um, welcome to church again. Let me bring out my own iPad. I love my iPad because it's. I don't like those ones that have uh, things all over the place. Um, yeah. Where do we start? I think um, I'll start. Let's, let's pray because um, it will help me get myself together. Because um, <laughs> as, as you, you can practice all you want a thousand and one times in your mirror and say the correct words. But when you get on stage, everything changes because you're looking at faces. Eh? So let's pray so that yeah. the Lord helps me. Pray for me, actually. <laughs> Father, we just ask tonight, Lord, that as we gather in your name, as we gather to worship you tonight, Lord, we ask that you say something to us. We ask that that word that you have meant for this day, because our steps are ordered by you, O oh God. Lord, we pray that none of us here will miss that tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, um, we, we, tonight is the last you know, uh, message on the series we've been looking at, which is Proving God. And I'm honored to be you know, finishing that session or by... You know, um, speaking on the last topic. And I'm looking at a topic that is it's, it's quite controversial, I think. That's the way I look at it. It's, it's controversial because today's Christianity has, you know, we've, we've, we've grown, or we've, Christianity today has, has, you've got so many different definitions of, you know, who God is, how God works, and, you know. And, and, and that, that topic is healthy and wealthy. How do you prove God in health and wealth? I think it was um, Andrew that was here a few weeks ago in the morning service that says, he's up in Thorzo, and he says, one of the, the most common questions you get asked by unbelievers is, if there is a God, you speak of a God that is loving, that loves me, he doesn't want my money, you know, then how can there be this in the world? How can there be deaths and you know, natural disasters and why? You know, so how do you prove God in such? But I, I, I would have, I mean, I could, I could go ahead and try and you know, bring stories out and testimonies and you know, so that try and equip you and point you to the word of God to say, yeah, when, when you get asked that question again, you know, take this Bible passage and unfold it and, you know, the person will <laughs> give their lives. And No, but there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. And, and I actually want to look at it from a different angle tonight. I want to encourage us tonight because, like I said earlier, I, I think uh, today's Christianity has... We've, we, we, well, maybe it's not just today alone. I think we've, we've found this difficulty in getting a balance with what God is saying, what the Word of God is saying, and what we are saying. So the Bible says, it says, I know the plans that I have for you. They are plans of good and not of evil, to give you an expected end. That's the Word of God. There's no debating that. This morning we heard, he says, His Word will go forth, and it will not return back void. That's not negotiable. It's, that's, it's, that's, it's given. So if, if God says that, then where do we stand? You know. I, I grew up in a, in a traditional church. Kevin always talks about you know, growing up in a traditional church. Mine was really traditional. 
traditional in, in a sense that, or when, I, I, when, when you speak, I understand that when you say traditional, you mean a traditional church is a church that will take certain things from the word of God. And, and they could pick one thing, holiness, and that's it. So all they know about God is he wants us to be holy. Grace, blessings, you know, wealth, health, you know, being comfortable, that's none of it. It's all holiness. So every message must resolve to holiness. That's what a traditional church does. They, 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 they refuse to move away. I grew up in a traditional church, like I was saying, where, for instance, if a lady wore trousers and came near the doors of our church, by the way, the church is, I mean, I'm allowed to say this, they might probably not hear it, I don't know. But the church, the church is called Chapel of Salvation, so you understand what I mean. It's salvation, that was all. So if a lady wore trousers near the church, that's, you've, you've done the worst. You've, you must be sharing a room with the devil or something. That's, that's finished. That's regardless of whether you are a born-again Christian or you are looking for God. Or if a lady came into the church without their head covered, you're finished. I mean, we, the church actually graduated to a point of buying scarves. Some, I'm sure they literally just bought curtains and cut them into pieces. <laughs> but if you made a mistake of coming near the church without your head covered, they'll hand you one of those. Then the guys didn't go free. As a guy, if you had your hair as nice as Charles's, even worse <laughs> or if you wore jeans I felt liberated when I came in here when I came to Ab- Aberdeen 2007 because I could freely wear my jeans on the stage <laughs> I love wearing I, I don't like being formal you only see me formal when I'm going for a job interview that's it <laughs> I get the job and that continues well I'm telling you this because I'm telling you this because there's this we've not gotten this balance it's that balance is it's so, so frustrating for me. It's, we've not gotten it. And, and that limits God. You know, we speak a lot about putting God in a box, but that puts God even in a, even in a, in a tighter box. Yeah. It puts him even in a tighter box. So when it comes to the issue of healthy and wealthy, we're actually talking about God saying, I need you to be blessed. I want you to be blessed. I am going to bless you. Because that's all he says. I mean, that's all in the word of God. And we say that over and over again. So some people have taken that and abused it. So you have churches that are built millionaires. You know. I've got churches in, in my country, where, I mean, back home. I mean, those that are Nigerians here will bear me witness. Where you, you have the... the, the man of God, we will call it, you know, he has a private jet. <laughs> but next door to him, there are people that can't even feed in a day. Please don't get calm. I'm just trying to say, we've, we've not gotten that balance. And that balance is making us, it's making us look funny to the world. It's making us, it's making the gospel of Christ more difficult to go out. Because we are beginning to chase after the things that the world is chasing after. 
because we think because God says, I will bless you. He means, I will bless you. You will have all the finance that you ever need. You will have the best jobs, the best houses, the best family. Your health, you will not, you, you will not know the way to the hospital. That's the way we read it. That's, that's, it it's, that's human nature. We all look for that comfort. So that's what we've taken. It's no wonder you are speaking to a friend outside. You are trying to preach. You know, you finish on a Sunday morning and you're all fired up and you go to church and you try to preach to somebody and they ask you one simple question. If there is a God, why do you have all this? And yes, you become quiet. Why? Because it's, it's simply because you are chasing after the same thing he's chasing. So if we're in the same shoes, why has that God not saved you? So tonight, what I want to do is, I just want to share a little bit what I, what I know. Because I, I looked at the topic and I said, this is huge. This is huge for me. Look at my size. I'm, I can't take all that. <laughs> so I, start, I started to ask God, what do I do? How do I? And I'm glad that he dropped you know, one or two things in my heart to share tonight. If, if you don't remember anything I say tonight, remember this. Yeah, this is the first point that I'll, I'll say to you. You've got to find, you've got to know God for yourself. It's, it's good. The Bible says, do not neglect the gathering of brethren together, iron sharpen. That's good. That's only saying you have a foundation. That foundation needs to be built up. So don't forget about this that we've got tonight. But please, don't let that be your sole source. Because there will be no anchor. Because I, I would stand today and share a few things with you. You may not agree with it. And you live here. Or you even agree with it and you begin to run with it. Tomorrow somebody else will stand here and say something. That slightly, slightly, slightly deviates from mine. Then you jump again to that. And it's because you don't have that foundation. So the first thing I'll say to you, and, and I, 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 when God dropped this in my heart, I felt that's the only thing. So I thought I'll say it first, even though it doesn't even look to tie in with healthy and wealthy, but that's what God wants somebody to know here tonight. You've got to find God for yourself. See, the Bible says he's, he's everything to all men. What that means is, to Kevin, he may be the Savior. To George, he could be the healer. He's, 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 he could be, he's, he's omnipotent. To others, he could be the one that turns ashes. He's everything to all men. So it's important that you find what he is to you. Because when the waves and the tides come, I think somebody said this last week, that when you go home, I think it was here, when you go home, after all has been said and done, you get home and you lay on your bed. Even if you are married, even if you have a whatever, even if you are, you know, even if you are, if you understand, if, even if you have 10 people on the bed, yeah, when, when you lie to sleep, the, the, the thing is this, you are still lonely because it's only you. You, you lay your head to sleep. Why were we laughing? Is it? Yeah, so I'm trying to say, sorry for that, I'm trying to say it, it's, it's important that you find God for yourself because in that place of loneliness, when the tides come, you have an anchor and you know what your anchor is. 
So to you, he may be your healer. That's good. Then you get to experience him as things, you know, thrown here and there. You know, he is my healer, regardless. Right? I'll leave it at that, and, and, I'll, and I'll progress. So that's the first I've said. So I said earlier that today's Christianity seems to have taken the pursuit of health and wealth as the core. In other words, it, it seems to have, have, it is now all about God, God bless me. When, I, when this dropped in my heart, because, you know, I prayed, I know I prayed, and that's why it dropped in my heart. Yeah, so I can boldly say, say this. What really hit my heart when this dropped in my heart was this year. I think Hattie just re- reiterated, we've got the last session of the prayer next week. And I know that, some of us may not like this book. We, I know that we number about maybe what, 100 plus, you know, in this church. And I was not impressed with the number I saw that turned up. I was not impressed. Because what we are actually here, the commission of every person breathing here tonight, don't forget that, is go ye into the world and make disciples. It's not go and pray that you will be changed or that God will bless you. He has promised to bless you already. That's not negotiable. It's, he says, who, who, who prays or who, who, is an, uh, who, who anticipates for what he already has? That's what the Bible says. Who, who, are, who is that? That's stupidity. If you've got it, why? We are spending our time. We are spending our days. Teach me to number my days. We're spending our days in the in the trivial, in, in the sorted issues and forgetting about. Because I, I think that, that, that the prayer, which it should have been like this. Because our passion should be for this city. Our passion should see that you have built up treasures in heaven. Not on earth. Not on earth. I made mention of the, the Great Commission. Sorry, I wanted to say earlier, Dush, I'm reading from uh, NIV. <laughs> yeah, he knows I call him Dush. <laughs> Let me just read, let's read, let's read Mark. If you can put Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 16 for me up. It's just the Great Commission again. I'm going somewhere with this, I think, because I, I, I'm trying to make... make um, I'm looking at my time as well. Eh? I'm trying to... Um, so you put that up for me, yeah? Mark 16, 15 to 16. And it's just the Great Commission. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. That's the commission. So that should be, that should be all that we are concerned about. Anything outside of this, you will deviate. And I think, and I think, that's why, I think that today's Christianity, we've forgotten that. We've, We've almost forgotten that. So it has become secondary. Rather, we are concerned about proving God, that he is God. Oh, he's in my life and he's walking in me. So if you want to prove him, if you want to know that God is in my life, look at my life. Ooh, I'm blessed. 
I, I have bunny car, or married, and I don't have, I don't go to the hospital, or I was sick last week, and I just said a prayer, and then God just, you know, snapped his finger, and I'm, and I'm well. So we are, we are, we are more driven. You cannot, somebody said that this morning, uh, sorry, Cheryl said that this morning, yeah? And I think Kevin said it last week as well. You cannot prove God. Don't try. There's, there's no need. The Bible says creation or everything already says that. That's what the Bible says. So why try? So please, second thing to remember, please, the great commission is to go out. That's why you're existing. Let me jump to this because I'm looking at my time, yeah? I, I've written here, living in a poverty-mindedness and faithlessness does not showcase God in any way and shouldn't be found in our lives. I put that because I don't want us to think I'm saying tonight that we shouldn't, we shouldn't strive. We shouldn't, we shouldn't pray enough. We should, when I use the word strive, not physical striving. I, I, I don't want you to think I'm saying tonight, don't pray about you know, whatever issue. Don't, don't cry to God to change you or to, to intervene in your life. That's not what I'm saying. It, it, Jesus said, I have come that you will have life and that you will have it in abundance. I think it was Paul or John also speaking somewhere. He says, I wish that you prosper even as your soul prospers. So I'm saying tonight, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming to say, oh, leave, you know, you, I was speaking about my church back home. When it came to issues of health and wealth, I, my church, if you were, if you were sick, it was, it, was, it was either because you had sinned and God is punishing you. You don't have enough faith for your healing. And then maybe something else somewhere. That was it. And I said earlier, know God for yourself. Because growing up in such an understanding or in such teaching, it took the, the, the personal revelation of God for me to start that journey because you have to ask questions and you should ask questions and the questions that we are scared as Christians to answer today is what I'm saying please prepare to answer them one of that is this you are, God has not promised us a bed of roses he hasn't he, he, said, he said for anyone that believes in me will, will suffer for that sick do you understand that? That's, that's not... Because you, you, are, you are aligned. He said, if they, have, if they have done this to me, they will do it and even more to you. I'll turn my paper over. <laughs> uh, sorry, my iPad, I meant to say, not paper. <laughs> Leave this screen. So if, if I've made a little bit of sense here tonight, you know, what I've said so far, then, then what are we saying? How do we prove God in, in health and wealth? The, the simple answer is this. You can only prove God to yourself, to what God has done in your life. It, it is your testimony 
that tells another. You see, when God says, I will bless you, you know, he, he's not, I don't, I want to believe that he's not talking to me and you. Because already, the moment you give your life to Christ, you know, you are, your Bible says you are, you are adopted into the family, into that. So you, you, you share in the inheritance. Yeah. It's not, that's, that's, if you, if you are born, you become part of a family. It's not, whether they, they, they agree to share the inheritance with you or not, it's, it's your right. So you can even go to court. So that's, that's God for you. So when he talks about, he will bless you and you will, he's not speaking to you. I think he's speaking to somebody outside who has not found him yet. He's speaking to somebody who has an emptiness and it's your testimony. That you say to him, listen, I know you are going through a lot. I know that there's something like, I have a God. He did this in my life. I have a God. He hasn't done this in my life. But I still, I still want you to know him. I still want you to know him. Because he's an almighty God. The fact that he hasn't done this in my life does not make him less mighty. That's my message tonight. That's all I'm saying tonight. That we, we, need to, we, need to, we, need to, we need to be bold enough in, 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 in the place of, Paul said, I have learned to live either in plenty or in want. That means there were times that it looked as if the, the, the grace of God was upon him. So he just blessed everything he had and, you know, he could, you know, finance sorted and everything. And then there were times that when, you know, the pocket dried up. There were times that things weren't just adding up. Sickness, maybe. But he says, I've learned that my God is beyond all this. So regardless of where I stand, I will serve. The great commission I said is to go out. But it's also, to, it's a life of a relationship, of service to God and with God that we exist for. The point I'm making is this church, just in case I'm not making sense. I'm saying, I prove God in my abundance and in my lack. I am not, I'm not going to wait until, because I know we, I'm not going to wait until I'm perfect. Until I've ticked my boxes. Not when I say perfect, I don't mean until I've ticked my boxes. Before I can come out and say, there is a God. I'm not, because if you wait, you will never get there. For one, you are human, you are dust. It's not about See, when I said earlier in my church, if you, if you, if you had a sickness, say you had sinned or, you know. Listen, some of these sicknesses, it's, it's, it's dust. It's, 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 it's biology. There are so many of them, diseases coming up these days that you don't, you don't science can't even prove, but it's just, it's just the body. It, if you don't fall sick, you see, when you start growing older, when you reach your 40s, 50s, 60s, the body starts shutting down. That's, it's, it's, it's natural. The point, 
we're laughing, but, we, but um, that's the point I'm making tonight. It's let's look beyond that. So I'm not going to wait. I, I, there, there was a there was a time in my life when I thought, I, look, I said to God, I said, I was so, I was, I mean, I'm I'm so glad that I, I would I wasn't born into a Christian family, but I'm so glad that I found God early. I found God early. So there was a time in my life where all that I knew was just, I just wanted to serve God. That's all. And I knew that there was a call of, of God in my life in, in worship, in music. And that's all I did. That's all I did. But I had, or oh, I have an issue that my right hand, it's not good. It's not perfect. It's not good. I can't show it to you. So I said to God once, I woke up one day and I said, oh, I've been serving God all my life and I'm, I believe in your word and I know I'm holy. I, okay. I, I know I'm holy and I know, you know, I combed my life and saw that I ticked my boxes and I were to sit and chat with God over the table. He will also see that I've ticked a lot of boxes. Yeah? And so I said, then why am I not healed? So I said to myself, right, that's it, God. I'm, I'm going to stop this service. I'm going to stop this passion. And I'm going to pull back a wee bit because I want to, I want to see that you, you, know, you know about me. I want to see that you, we are on the same level. I want to see that you, you've, you've recognized me. So I'll pull back a little bit and no more of this until I'm healed. And, and, and the next thing I got straight to my heart was, you are such a stupid person. <laughs> and I'm sure that was God. <laughs> I'm sure that was God. Because uh, you can't, because we, 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 we are beginning to, see, the point I'm making is, you see, no one, no one wins a victory in a time of peace. Yeah. Have, have you ever, somebody wakes up, <laughs> no one wins, it. you don't. The point I'm making to us is this. We, we, we are here. The world is imperfect. There are consequences for it being imperfect. Yeah? yeah. Some of it will hit us. Maybe light, maybe little. But that doesn't change and shouldn't change who God is. In your life. I was supposed to read a, a, long, a long verse. I was supposed to read. I wanted us to look at the life of, of, of Solomon. Just not the life of Solomon, but you know, a key defining time in Solomon's life. And that's in Second uh, Chronicles 1, 1 to 12. But I won't read that because there's no time. But I'll summarize it for you. Because I'm trying to buttress the point I'm making. That I said earlier, we are beginning to... to to switch, to flip the, um, the um, what, 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 what did I use before? We're beginning to flip the um, commission. We're beginning to change course. So we need to go back to what the commission is. And the commission is simple. Seek first the kingdom of God, which is the same thing as go forth. Then it says everything else will be added unto you. Then it, then it, then it says don't, don't think because it's See, see, the, 
you see, God is, he knows you. So he's written out so that you will understand. So he says, don't think. If you don't understand the, the seek first the kingdom of God, he says, okay, don't think of what you will wear, what you will eat, what you... He says, don't think about all that because he says, that's what the world thinks of. He says, but focus. In fact, when he was sending out the 12, I think he was, he sent them out and he says, don't take sandals, don't take shoes, don't take change of clothes. Because you know why? If you do, he's saying, when you get to a point, I, I will give you an instruction to say, perhaps, go pray on that mountain. You know the first thing you think of, where do I drop my extra clothes? If I keep it here, <laughs> someone is going to pick it up and go with it. But it's natural. It's natural. So I wanted us to just look at the life of Solomon. And, and, and what did Solomon do? First of all, Solomon started correctly. He had his eyes on God. The story is that the Bible says he took the tabernacle of God and then he went and he offered a thousand. Not just offering. He didn't just wake up and take offering to God. He had already a relationship with God. He had already identified that he's nothing without God. That his victories have come as a result of the hand of God upon his life. So he, he, he was already... He was already on that route, yeah? But then he, he took a step further. He, he, he took a thousand offering. And, and for them, for the Bible to mention that, it means it was that a thousand, I don't think it was a thousand pounds. It's a thousand, he was, was rich. And the Bible says he made an offering unto God. And because of that offering, because of that reference, because of that sacrifice that God saw, because of that heart that God saw, which we are not seeing today. That's, if you get what I'm trying to say, it's, we're changing the focus. The focus is God and God alone. Yeah. You, and so he made that offering. And the Bible says, the next morning, I think it was, or it was at night, can't remember. But the Bible says, God woke him up and said, ask me of anything. Let me see if it was today, if it was I. Let me not just say today and church today. If it was I, if God woke me up and said, ask of anything, my list is long. <laughs> and serious, I'm, it's, it's, you know it. I'm, I assure you, the first is not going to be, Lord, let this city be turned and let the city come to know you. That's not, that wouldn't have been it. I'm telling you that. And that's the way we think. It would have been, Lord, oh, thank God, this disease is in my whole family. Let them go first of all. Lord, let my job, I want a job not in, let's look for the highest oil company at the moment, highest role. And it will be a list of things that at the end, we sit and we say, these are the signs that God is in my life. But Solomon said something. He says, God, you've given me these people to lead. This is a huge task. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. In other words, God, even before, this is way before the New Testament, before God says, go out into the world, Solomon said, God, these people that you've given me to lead, I need to know how to. I don't want to do something that will pull them away from you. That's what he was saying in essence. He said, I don't want to be a leader that either what I do or what I don't do will cause them to move away from you because I know you. So he says, give me wisdom. And he ended the prayer. 
Then God said, because you have asked for this, then I will give you this. Church, I'm saying tonight, God is not, he does not frown on you being wealthy. He does not frown on you being healthy. In fact, that's what he desires. Bible says somewhere, who, a, dead, a dead man can't praise God. You see, I, I, when, when I pray for, when I'm really looking to God for something, I, pick, I always use that passage in the Bible. See, I'm not good at, you know, verbatim word and, you know, where it's found. But I always remember the key. And, 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 and I think it was in Psalms. It says, you know, who, who, who is it that can praise you from the dead? No one. If I'm dead, I can't praise God. So I always go to God and say, God, look, if I'm not happy, if I'm not, I can't praise you. So give me this. That's the way I go and pray. Let me peep and see where I am. Because I've got... Hmm... <laughs> It's that long, and I haven't even done anything. Yeah. Right. Let me, because, because there's, yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think I've said what God wants you to hear tonight. I, I can read this for you, but I assure you, some of the, even the, some of the spellings here, I may not even be able to. <laughs> let, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Yeah, then, then, we'll, then we'll round up and we'll pray. Let me say this, because I think this is important. Um, douche, if you put up <laughs> if you put up um, <laughs> Ecclesiastes I think that's how it's pronounced here yeah? it's one of those difficult ones Ecclesiastes, I think chapter 5 verse 19 that's the last thing I'll say and then we'll, we'll pray and I'm really hoping that I'm saying something here tonight it's, it's it's I. I said earlier, you can't you can't win a battle in there's there's no there's no victory without a, a war. Then you are not a knight. Yeah. <laughs> Ecclesiastes five nineteen it says, moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift. Of God. Jump from there to chapter 6 and then verse 1. Chapter 6 and verse 1. I think? Yeah. I have seen another evil under the sun, and it weighs heavily on mankind. God gives some people wealth, possessions, and honor so that they lack nothing their hearts desire. But God does not grant them the ability. To enjoy them. And strangers enjoy them instead. This is meaningless. A grievous evil. Wow. I just thought I'd read that to you. Just so that you know. It is God that gives wealth. It is God that gives. Yeah. He gives. He doesn't say you should go and take. He gives. He gives that to you. He will give it to you. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet church. Um, 
I know I've said, I've said a few things here tonight. But that's what, that's what I believe that God put in my heart looking at this, this topic. And I've said some things that we've laughed and, you know, it's... But I think we need to, we actually need to come back to basics. When the Bible says, remember your first love. Remember from where you've fallen. I know we always look at it as, oh, yeah, maybe when you gave your life, you used to be on fire and you used to... It's not just that. It's saying, remember, remember the commission. Remember your, your purpose. Remember the reason for your existence. And I, and I think there is nothing more worthy or worthwhile than actually ticking the box with God. Than actually having treasures where it matters. Like it says there, you go through, God can give that to you. That's what we're saying in, in Ecclesiastes. He can give that to you. But then, how old do you think you live? How old? You know, it comes and it, Bible says your life is like the flower. It comes up today, it's beautiful, everybody goes, woo, tomorrow it's gone. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. So it's saying, don't let that be the concern. I will give it to you anyway, but don't let that be, be the concern. As, as we stand before him tonight, let's just, let's just check our hearts again. That's where the trivial matters. That's where the important things of, of life come from. Do not be afraid to, to say, Lord, I will serve you. Lord, I will worship. Lord, I will go and, and carry out the great commission regardless of where I am. Even if, even at this moment, I know that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not where I want to be. Look deep in your heart tonight and ask God to redirect your path. Come back to that commission. Come back to it. Let your passion burn for the things of God, not for the things of this world. Let your outlook, let what you, what you are passionate about, let it be about the things of God, outward looking and not inward. And if you're here tonight, you, I've said a lot of things and it doesn't really just you know, add up because probably you haven't started that journey. You haven't given your life to Christ yet. So it doesn't really add up. Well, it's an opportunity. And I know that it, God has directed your path here tonight to hear this. And this is your own beginning. If you haven't done that, if you could just raise your, head, your hands like in, in a second and then put it down. And we'll simply say a prayer. And that's it. It's not rocket science. It's not. Father, we want to thank you once again for tonight, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because we thank you because of your love. We thank you because, Lord, it is you and, and nothing else. Help us run with this. Help us understand this. As we step out this week, oh God, to our workplaces, let the passion of Christ be what drives us. And Lord, I pray here tonight if there's anyone who is struggling to identify with you in any way, 
I ask that, Lord, you will meet them in their own quiet. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks for listening to me. And um, yeah, enjoy your evening. Kevin will take over. Come on. Thank you.